Welcome to a Come Follow Me podcast with Brother Anderson and Brother Mickelson, just two church educators who love the gospel and love teaching it. We are different from other Come Follow Me podcasts in that we're going to take it from a teaching perspective. Each week we will brainstorm together possible approaches and ideas for teaching like we're a big podcast faculty. This is not an official production of The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, but we are really big fans. And here's the podcast. Hey, we, I guess Man. we should, this is a new season and probably potentially a new audience. So we yes. probably ought to reintroduce ourselves a little bit. Season two, episode one. I love it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I'll go first. I am yes. Shad Anderson. I am an institute director at the University of Illinois. In Your Sher- new director. That's right. Well, I've been here for five years, but... Um, I train early morning seminary teachers and I teach institute classes. So my perspective in this Come Follow Me podcast will be from that of a institute teacher and a trainer of teachers. And you, good sir, where are you? I am Brian Mickelson. I live in Utah. Uh, For the last five years, I've been at Utah State University at their institute, teaching institute classes and then directing a small Institute program in Brigham City, but this year I am now in the seminary as a principal. So I work with teachers, and then I teach a couple classes every day in a in a release time daily seminary situation. Yeah. So with our powers combined, we should just about cover everything church education, right? Yeah, we got it. Yeah. So the genesis of this project was we we did an institute podcast last couple of semesters and. Um, you know, tried to try to target the young single adult audience or the young adult audience, uh, but we want to expand that now because with the the new align the the total alignment of uh, seminary curriculum with Come Follow Me, and with families still trying to you know make this work in a positive way, um, we just thought we would offer a perspective on Come Follow Me that's maybe different than all the rest from teaching. Uh, perspective, how, how to actually teach this, how are we going to approach this in our varied classrooms and so forth. So that's kind of the idea. We're hoping to help parents, to help teachers, and to also uh, be helpful to students as we, you know, have these conversations each week. Anything to add to that? No, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> we, we sounded a little, uh, when we found ourselves aligned with Come Follow Me, is, is, you know, in the daily seminary, well, oh, no, all the seminary, whatever, wherever you yep. teach in seminary, yep. you're aligned with Come Follow Me now, which we have found to be an incredible blessing. So a few well, week and two weeks ago, I guess, uh, we sent out a little questionnaire we, to, to all the parents um, you who have kids here at the seminary, we didn't get a huge response back, at least as of yet, and I, I don't think it's going to change much. But we had a lot of parents say, I don't, I don't know what to talk about for Come Follow Me. So I hope that this not only helps a teacher like, oh, well, these guys are brainstorming ideas for, for lesson ideas for the week, but also a parent might think, well, if that's what you guys are talking about, I could talk about something along those lines. It'll be nice to know that's the type of things my students will, you know, my kids will be hearing about in seminary. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's keep talking about that. So you have a perspective, you've been counseling with your faculty there um, about how, how a week maybe typically would look uh, when you're, when you're teaching. So what's that look like? So 
so we t- let's just say it's an average week, Monday through Friday. Our classes are 45 minutes long right now because of COVID. They're shorter. So we teach for about 40-ish, 37 to 40 minutes, right? Ma- ma- maybe maybe your classes are a little longer. I don't really know. I yeah, which, which by the way, for early morning teachers, it's about the same. Yeah, so good. So we have a week to cover... Whatever, you know, like Moroni chapter 10 or Moroni right. 7 through 9, right? So on that, on that Monday, I would probably do some context. He, let's, let's remember who Moroni is. Let's remember what Moroni's been through. And then let's outline 7, 8, and 9. We're not going to teach any of it quite yet. We're going to outline it so you kind of know 7's about this and 8's about that and 9's about that. Um, there may be some words or ideas that are going to come up this week that are important. So we're going to talk about those. You know, I'll show it to you in the scriptures. We'll define a few things, um, you know, that sort of stuff. Sometimes on a day like that, I also have them read a substantial part. I don't, I don't know that I'll do this every week. In fact, I'm sure I won't. But like I really wanted them to be very familiar with Moroni 7 before we dug into it. So we did like a contextual thing of Moroni 7, 8, 9, and then I gave them like 20 minutes, just read and mark Moroni 7 verses this through that. Tomorrow we're going to talk about it, but I want you guys to take a first pass through it, you know. Right. You'll, you'll also read it at home. You'll also have a discussion at home. Bring all that to the table to, because tomorrow we're going to talk about, you know, the way things influence you toward or away from Christ. But I want you to have all the words there. So we can dig into the principles and the application and what it might look like in your life tomorrow, rather than spending most of the day just trying to identify principles. We want to move a little quicker on that. So, And this helps you so that like on a Monday, you're not trying to either rush through context or feel guilty that you spent all this time on context and then never get to testimony bearing or application. Yeah. You kind of take that day, take the time that you've been given. Uh, and make sure you've set up the week, basically. Yep. And we may have one, we might have one thing during the day that, that is a kind of a feeling kind of moment, right? Where students get to feel something. On that Monday. Um, yeah, because I don't want it to be all me in a PowerPoint. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, but, Neither do but they. Do, <laughs> yeah, and, but the kids do know this is where we're getting set up for the week, and this is where we kind of outline it. And then we'll say, gosh, we're kind of going to be here Monday or Tuesday. We're kind of going to be here Wednesday. Uh, Friday, we're doing a question and answer this week. So we're going to get seven, eight, nine done Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You know what I mean? The kids kind of yeah. know what we're, what we're doing. And, and, and when do you typically put your doctrinal mastery? Oh, just, I don't do it the same day every week. And I know you probably should. And I know most of my teachers do. Most of my teachers do it on either Thursday or Friday. Okay. But you're, you're kind of, you're kind of a roving doctrinal mastery I'm guy. I'm more of a, how will this fit in best this week? If yeah. there's a place where it seems to fit a little more naturally, I'll put it next to that day. Like, yeah, that makes sense. I just yeah. I put them all on Fridays on my pacing calendar for no reason other than just put it on Friday. They, they got to be uh, yeah, they got to yeah. be somewhere. So they got to be yeah. somewhere. And some of my teachers only teach once a week because the other four days they're on Canvas, and so I hope they don't say, "Oh, it's Friday. Every day is doctrinal mastery." I guess that's all I'm teaching. That's that wasn't the yeah. intent of that at all. So, so another question I have for you though is. As you think about being helpful to parents, like what does that look like? What are the kinds of things that you've been excited about doing and have been doing that's been a blessing to families? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we talk a lot about come follow me in my classroom, meaning 
will say, okay, so if tonight your dad asks you this question or your mom brings this up with your guys come follow me study, what are some things you guys would share? So we, we, I am constantly priming the pump on you guys get ready to go participate at home. Like be ready. So, so even on a Thursday or a Friday, or I guess during the week sometime, I might stop and say, if you were going to teach, well, we just had a 10 minute discussion on how social media can pull us away from Christ or push us toward him. And you guys brought up some great examples of some Instagram accounts that are really edifying and, you know, and what you do when an Instagram account isn't uh, because I'm running a seven. Now, exactly what would you teach your little brothers and sisters about this? Will you take three minutes and write out a little mini outline in your notebook? If you're just going to spend 10 minutes with your, li- your siblings tonight or on Sunday about this, what would you say and how would you say it? it that, that's, been, that's been great. Have, have you gotten kids reporting about doing that at home? We've had, we've had parents report. Oh, really? Kids have, you know, kids have said, yeah, yeah, I talk, we talked a little bit about this. But I've had parents, you know, I caught a parent in a grocery store. He happens to be one of our local bishops. And he said, man, within the first week of you guys being aligned, my kids were coming home and saying, here's what I figured out at seminary. And I wanted to tell it to you guys. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And that's, that's got to be exactly what the, the Church Board of Education was hoping is that those that's, kind of outcomes. Yeah, that's why I think. And, and now I, you know, I hate drama. <laughs> I hate you, it. You avoid it like the plague. <laughs> I do declare. Um, I, so I've been teaching since, you know, full-time since 1997, uh, part-time and full-time since 1995. And so, tw- you know, 25 years being associated with an SNI classroom. I know that, that sequential teaching's humongous and I know, you know, readiness and, and participation, application, and all that stuff's, like, incredible. Deep learning, like, that, obviously, that's, th- those are all incredible things. I don't think anything has the potential of having a bigger impact on the way young people feel about and live the gospel than being aligned with Come Follow Me. Yeah, I, I just think the potential, this is a catalyst for a, a mighty improvement with parents and young people having discussions about the gospel. And just, and, and just relaxed, by, good, normal discussions. And this is just because we're all on the same page? Is I mean, is mm-hmm. it that simple? Um, yeah, and students are more ready to have the conversation. You know, So I talked to one parent who said, when I would ask my teenager, what'd you learn in seminary? They would just say, I, I don't know. I like, they couldn't remember and they yeah, probably the lessons actually aren't sticking. Couldn't. Right. But if we say, listen, you're going to need this information within 48 hours or at least by next Sunday. Wow. That's interesting. A built-in, you know, quiz is coming or a built-in application. Yeah. You're going to get a chance to bless your family. We talk more about it. the other thing that I'm going to, I'm starting in 2021 is a come follow. We're going to have at least one come follow me moment each week where I take a picture, like I want to take a picture out of the book or a screen grab right from the app from Come Follow Me so that the students are very aware this is exactly what your parents are seeing. Yeah. So, so we talk about something, I don't know, and I don't, I don't have my computer in front of me, but we talk about something and then I say, okay, guys, we're going to take a, we're going to have a five minute Come Follow Me moment. And I put the snapshot up there. Here's the verses we just talked about and they're 
talked about and come full of me. And here's the question. And then I just say, all right, we're a family now. How would you guys respond to this question? What are your thoughts now that we've really worked this thing over? Hmm. What are some of your thoughts to this question? And what I like about what I'm hoping will happen is that that's a dry run yeah, in it's case a the parent just... Uh, yeah, I want the parents who are, are a little unsure of themselves, like, I, I don't really know how to do this. I want them to just be able to ask the questions and come full Right out of the manual, and their kids are like, like, a, like some old 1980s seminary video where the kid right. has a, a phenomenal answer, only that's exactly. real, and it's in their living room. Yeah, I want a parent to walk away from a half-hour come-follow-me discussion going, man, I love my family. I love tonight's discussion. It was so relaxed and fun, yeah. and the kids had stuff to say, and we shared ideas, and they shared stories they heard from seminary, and I shared a story from when I was a young person, and you, you know, know what I mean? What's yeah. interesting about it, I'll be very curious as we go through this year how that goes for you, because... You know, as we've done doctrinal mastery and there's all these role plays in there and everybody just hates role playing. And yet that's what you just described was a role play. But because it's so natural and normal to what's already going on, I don't think they'll think of it as a role play. When you say, all right, we're a family. Let's let's play. Come follow me. They're not realizing they're actually role playing because that scenario is going to play out in the next day or two in their homes. You know, Yeah. yeah, that's that's super interesting. Super practical, kind of relevant right here and now. Not like you guys want, want might want to remember this when you're missionaries in a couple of years. Like none of that. <laughs> right. Or when you're a parent and yeah, when you're years, a parent yeah. and can't even remember the lesson we just had tomorrow. You know, so yeah. so that's uh yeah. I think those are all great ideas. And you know, by way of an introduction with this, I'm gonna like w- let's record actually DNC like the first week too. But I'm gonna keep yeah. this a separate episode. Um, but I think, oh, yeah. I think oh, that's yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, I think that's a great uh, introduction to the whole concept and, uh, and what we're going to try to do, you and I taught on the same faculty for, well, I don't know, it wasn't very long, actually, maybe three years, four years. Yeah. And mm-hmm. we would, um, we would plan lessons together. We would talk about what, uh, what we were going to do. And it In always a real brainstormy sort of, yeah. Yeah. And none sometimes of this has to stick. We're just thinking, yeah, yeah, we take some of it, we'd leave others of it, but it always influenced how I taught. And it was always better because I had, you know, cause we'd thrown some stuff against the wall and you know, saw if it stuck. And so that's, that's what I hope this podcast becomes for parents, for teachers, um, even for students that, that they can kind of see, Come follow me from the perspective of teaching, which is a spiritual gift. To teach is a spiritual gift, and and we're hoping to be helpful with that. And really, if you're a good teacher, you're a good learner. And if you're a good learner, yeah. you're a good teacher. Like those seem to be close enough together that I think we can catch all our audiences yeah. with can it. Can I throw one more one more thing in? I just I just was reminded of. Sure. Two weeks in a row now, we've been, you know, we'll do come follow me. Like, so we do every day we do a come follow me. We pick a section as a family and kind of talk about, you know, and they're good. And then Sunday, we basically say, okay, what, what do we want to go back into? We've talked about all of these, but let's go review a couple That's of them. That's a great and, idea. And we just kind of let the kids pick the one that stands out the most. The minute I say to Ashley, so I, I have, a, this is where I'm cheating, but it's given me an insight into what could happen if a parent is given enough data and enough information. But because I know what we've studied in class, I can say to Ashley, so what did we talk about in seminary about Moroni 7? Like, what did we, especially with the influence, because I know what we talked about, I can ask the exact question that Ashley can go, oh, well, and then, man, she teaches the kids. 
she teaches the kids what we talk about. So, for instance, we talked about Moroni 10, you know, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, kind of the Moroni, how do you know the Book of Mormon is true? And we had a little conversation about that. Then I said, so Ashley, tell us a little bit about what are some of the steps that Moroni, Moroni talked about in Moroni 10, is to, receiving your own witness. And man, she just, it was almost like a, this is the wrong word, but like a trigger word when I said, <laughs> right. tell me what, tell me what you, we discussed in seminary. She said, oh, well, there were, there were really four steps. And man, she went through and said, you've obviously got to read it, but, but you don't have to wait until you're done with the Book of Mormon, you know, to know it's true, because we had that conversation. She said, y- y- th- one of the key things, though, is pondering all of the examples in the Book of Mormon of where God was merciful and, and answered prayers and answered questions and was protective and was, gave visions. And, and then you've got to go to the Lord and ask. And then there's a, a million ways the Holy Ghost can help you have a witness, but it's probably going to be a process more than an event. It was such a great explanation from a teenager to a family, but I knew she'd be able to do it because I knew what we covered. So if a teacher sent home to parents and said, we had a great discussion on the four steps Moroni talks about when it comes to receiving a witness. If you asked your student about that, I would be surprised if they didn't have something to say. Yeah. Man, that gives, that's, a, that's, a, that's a cheat sheet for a parent. Oh, they to would say, love oh, it. I, I know I'm going to get something good if I ask them this, and so why would I not, you know? And, and such an easy, no-cost no thing for a teacher to quickly do. Yep. You know. Shoot an email out. No big yep. deal. Yep. yep. So I'm going to try to do that Friday where I'm going to say, here's what we covered. But we really, I think almost any student will be able to have a good conversation about this particular one. So Friday after your last class, shoot a quick email to all, use the wise, you know, message everybody yep. thing and off it goes. Yeah, that's a yep. great suggestion. Yep. 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 All right. Well, that's as far as introductions go, this one was long. So we uh, hope everybody will join us as we uh, have these conversations throughout the throughout the school year. So anyway, yeah, let's call that one a introduction scene scene. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of uh, Come Follow Me podcast. If you have any suggestions or comments or ideas or questions, please drop us a line at a comefollowmepodcast.com. Have a great week, everybody. Thank you.